There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com. It's time for a healthy dose of According to the Castles, the show where we talk about marriage, family, faith, health, nutrition, fitness, and so much more. And now, please welcome your hosts, Amy and Trey Castles. Hey everyone, it's Amy Castles. Trey is flying this morning. He is 30 hours into his pilot license, and he only has a little bit of ways to go before he can get his license and then start flying on his own. I think I'd feel more comfortable when he is close to like 100 hours before flying on his own. Oh, it scares me, but it's also super exciting to think of us being able to fly on a private airplane somewhere and go over to the beach for the weekend. Like we're, we're dreaming up all kinds of stuff. It's super fun. Anyway, today we are talking about getting yourself started with any, um, any program or goal that you have. Um, basically, I put together something called a Fall Wellness Collective, and I, so I have a group of ladies that I'm working with over a six-week period, and they are working on their fitness, and we're working on nutrition, mindset, self-care, all those things. And to help get them started, I set up a, a way of getting their mind right and also getting their goals set. But this could be applied to really anything that you decide to do in your life. Any goal that you have that's a really big goal is going to need some focus and you're going to have to really put some pencil to paper. I say pencil because there's something 
very unique about writing with a pencil when it comes to that energy transfer onto the paper. I know it sounds kooky, but it's true. When you write with a pencil, it's an earth substance. So it's, I don't know, it's just, it's just different than writing with a pen. Um, but for your first draft, pencil, you know, next draft pen, or as I like to do it with markers, I like to make all my goals and put them up in, uh, on boards and stuff with markers. Anyway, it's my, it's kind of my therapy. So as these, um, as these ladies have gotten started, I sent out, uh, an, I sent out a video to help them set their goals. So I'm going to go over those with you because like I said, this can be transferred to any goal that you have. The first thing that you want to do is you want to set your intention. This, an intention is a thing intended. It's an aim or a plan. I like to say, let's focus on the feeling that you want to feel. So I told them, how do you feel? intend to feel after this program. Intentions are different than expectations. Sometimes we set expectations for ourselves, and when we don't meet them, we get really upset about it and get butt hurt, and it just kind of ruins the whole thing when there could have been a lot of positives that took place. So for example, if you have, you know, a family Thanksgiving and your intention was to eat good food, to have some good conversation and to leave feeling like you had a great time with family. But there were other things that happened along the way, but you still f- met those, you know, those intentions. You still were were positive in that. Then you've done well and it's something to be celebrated. So at the end of the program that these ladies are working on, I gave an example for, for was I intend to feel happy, energized, and confident. And that may be what you want to feel after the end of your week. So your your expectation was that you wanted to, let's say you had an expectation of you're going to exercise, you know, this much time, and you're going to eat your diet perfect with your macros. And your expectation is that you expected to lose a pound of fat and gain, you know, half a pound of muscle. And those things did not happen, but you had an intention to feel happy, energized, and confident. Then who cares if you met the expectation or not? You're still feeling happy, energized, and confident. So you can see where this is kind of uh, flipping the script a little bit to make things more positive. So the next thing you do is after you've said your intentions of how you want to feel, then make it an affirmation statement. So if your intention is, I intend to feel happy, energized, and confident, then your affirmation statement is, I am happy, energized, and confident. See the difference there? If you claim that already and you state that every day, in the beginning, you may not believe it. You may not even feel that it's true, but If you put that statement on your mirror in your bathroom every day and read it, I am energized, happy, or I am happy, energized, and confident, at the end of a certain time period or at, at some point, you are going to believe it. And when you believe something in your mind wholeheartedly, eventually you feel it in your whole body. And when you feel it in your whole body, 
then your actions begin to change. Your decision-making begins to change. The way that you carry yourself begins to change. And at this point, you've won. So make your intentions how you want to feel, and then how you intend to feel, make it into an affirmation of statement as if it is already there. After you've set your intention, then it's time to set goals. Setting goals is basically what's pointing you towards your dreams. When you have a big dream for your life and you have to sit down on paper like this is the big dream. Okay, so I, a big dream of mine is to hike the Camino de Santiago. It's a big trail in Spain. It's like a month long of a walk. You get to eat all the amazing Spanish bread. So it's, it's, it's incredible. But in order to do that, you have to be in really good shape because you're gonna be walking a lot, you're gonna be eating probably less food, you need to have a good amount of muscle on your body, Uh, your mind has to be strong. So in order, if if that was your big dream, you would have to set some goals in order to get you closer towards that dream. So for the ladies that I'm working with right now, their goal may be that they want to lose weight. Well, this is not necessarily a SMART goal. A SMART meaning specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and has a timestamp on it. We've talked about this before in another past podcast. I can't remember which one. But the a healthy, happy goal is one that is very, very specific. The goal, I want to lose weight, is not specific. There's no measurable, you, you didn't, well, how much weight? You didn't say that. Um, attainable. Okay. Maybe I want to lose weight. Yeah, that's a, that's attainable, but you could say, I want to lose weight. Well, that could mean one gram and now you've lost weight. So is it relevant? Is your goal relevant to what your goal, to what, um, to what you're trying to achieve overall? And is there some sort of time on it? So when you're setting your goal, go through that acronym S M A R T specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time. So here is a super smart goal. Lose 10, to lose 10 pounds of body fat and gain three pounds of muscle in six weeks. So when the goal says 10 pounds, that's being very specific. It's also being specific to say of muscle to, or excuse me, of body fat, lose 10 pounds of body fat, gain three pounds of muscle, that is very specific. And it's also measurable because we gave the numbers 10 and the numbers three. It's attainable because this wants this is desired to be done in six weeks. It's attainable and it's not completely over the top. You're not gonna kill yourself. It's it's doable, right? It's relevant. It's relevant to what you're trying to achieve overall. And there there's the time is six weeks. So that is a smart goal. You're going to have to set goals for many different areas of your life, not just when it comes to your health. It can be uh, your finances. It could be um, your, your, your kids and how you parent. It could, there, it could be anything, but you want to make it measurable. So if it was to be a financial goal, it could be to get out of $20,000 in debt and save 
um, you know, $3,000 in six months or one year. So there's your time. It's attainable because you've crunched the numbers and said, okay, this is doable. That is how you set a goal. Okay. Now your why. Your why is why do you want this goal to happen? There's always got to be a reason why. If you don't have a why, then the likelihood of you quitting or just, you know, fading out or fear, emotions, life, they're going to get in the way. So your why is basically needed so that you can figure out the how. If you have three children at home and you're a single parent and you have to provide, or maybe you're the only providing parent, and you get up in the morning and your goal was to make X amount of dollars each day that you go wait tables at work or something, and you're going to have days that you don't feel like it. Because if we lived life based on our feelings, (laughs) half of us wouldn't show up to work each day. Half of us would not feed our kids each day. I don't feel like it. You know how many times I don't feel like making breakfast or dinner or (laughs) make their lunches or whatever. But you have to do it because you have a why. So if you have a why and you have to go to work and you don't feel like it, you, you know that your children are your why because you have children to provide for. And so that is going to get you out of bed and it's going to get you moving to go work the 6 a.m. breakfast shift. So your why is your courage. So think of it that way. You, everybody needs courage to do everything because there's constantly going to be fears. If your goal is big enough, if it's big enough, you're going to have fears. You're going to have doubts and you're going to have insecurities. It's if you are not if you're not a human being, then okay, you won't have those emotions. But we're humans, so we have all those emotions behind our goals. And here's the thing: if you don't have any fears, if you don't have any um, emotions behind it, then that goal is not big enough. That goal is way too small, and you've probably already achieved it anyway. So. You have set your intentions, you've made a SMART goal, you've come up with a clear distinction as to why. You're really onto the right space. Okay, support system. Everyone needs a support system. If you're human, you need a support support system. I don't care how tough you are. If you think you are that tough, it's you're probably actually weak. So everybody needs a support system. You've got to identify who your peeps are. We've talked about this before, but I'm going to go over it again. Everyone needs a cheerleader. If you've got a goal, a big goal in your in your mind and you've put it on paper and you've written out, you know, your steps to it, you've you've discovered your why, you're going to have to have a cheerleader because remember those emotions I talked about, they're going to creep up. They're going to creep up all the time. A cheerleader is somebody who believes in you, and they believe in you when you struggle to believe in yourself. It's totally normal. Everybody needs a mentor. The mentor will help point you in the right direction when you're feeling lost. And this is why people will hire a a health coach or a personal coach. You know, we've hired a lot, or not hired, (laughs) we've had a lot of coaches on our podcast. 
I'm a health coach. We've had Dr. Bonnie Hubert on here. She's a coach. We've had, um, we've had another fitness coach last week, um, Heather Potter. So Heather Hartman, there, there's so many different coaches that we've had on here. We've had, uh, oh, Chandra Deneen. Man, if you got fear, ooh, hire you some Chandra Deneen because that woman is powerful and she won't let you, she won't let you fail. I mean, she will get you off your chair. She is, oh, she's amazing. We had Gary and Jones on our podcast last week. He is going to get you out of your fear as well and get you in touch with that inner child and help you to get over those things that cause you to have all those um, emotions of, of fear and doubt and insecurity as well. So you've got to have a mentor. And a mentor may be um, maybe an old family friend. It may be an old neighbor. I say old. <laughs> okay, old people, don't kill me. But come on, you want us to acknowledge the fact that you're wise, right? So here you go. Here's This is the opportunity. People who are older than us are more wise. I don't care if you are only like five years older than me or someone else, you're, you are wiser. You've been through, you've been through life. There are people who are younger that have more knowledge, but wisdom comes with age and experiences. So find your mentor that really just you look at and you're like, wow, wow, they've really done it. They've really been through life. They will, they can help you. A coach. I just talked about this. So a to a coach will take you out of your comfort zone so that you can maximize your potential and make things happen. I'm telling you right now, if I did not hire Dr. Bonnie Hubert to be my coach to get this podcast started, y'all, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have made this happen. I've tried to do this podcast since 2012. I, I got a mic at that time, some rinky dink mic. I I got um something I got my account set up and I even I think I even got so far as to Apple approved my channel and I just I couldn't do it I was it was so uncomfortable for me I doubted myself so much but Bonnie pushed me to my limits to make it happen and here we are over two years in find yourself a friend that can help that can hear out your dreams and your deepest desires that's what a friend does you can call a friend and say man this is what I want to do. I see myself here and I see myself here. And a true friend is not going to go, mm, that's ridiculous. Yeah, are you serious? Why would you want that? A true friend is going to hear your goals. They're going to hear your dreams and they're going to go, man, that's amazing. That would be awesome for you. And they would be happy to see you light up. And then a peer is someone to help keep you focused on the task at hand. So with me having a podcast, there are going to be peers that I have that I can talk to or um, meet up with and, and we can hold each other accountable. It's different than a coach, but a peer, we're kind of doing this together. But maybe a peer for you is somebody that you work with in the field and they're just going to help keep you keep you focused. It's, it's a coworker. It's uh, someone who works in your field. Ask after you've identified each one of these people, ask them to hold that space for you. So if you found someone who's just a really good cheerleader for you and you're like, man, you know what? So-and-so is always cheering me on. They're just so positive. Call that person and say, hey, will you be my cheerleader? This is my goal. I, will you be my cheerleader? 
And they'll either say yes or no. Same thing with a mentor. Same thing with a coach. Same with a friend and a peer. Okay. Sometimes your spouse is going to hold one of these places. And sometimes they're not. And it's okay. Your your spouse does not have to be one of those five. I cannot expect that Trey is going to be one of these people because we have life together and he gets frustrated at me for so for reasons I get frustrated at him sometimes we're like super happy sometimes we're super crabby with each other and we're on each other's nerves and I can't expect him to all of a sudden switch his brain and then you know be my coach in that moment or be my cheerleader in that moment sometimes I might share a dream that I have with him but it has an effect on him that he doesn't necessarily want involvement with. And then he's going to have his insecurities or doubts about it, or I just don't want to do that type attitude. And then it's going to crush mine. So be careful what you bring up and what you have, what what position you put your spouse in, because they may not be capable of that place and they may not want to, and you may not want them to either. But they do, it is important that they support you. So right now, Trey is not any of these things on my support system. However, with the goals that I have, he supports me in doing that. So what I do is I bring forward my goals with him. I show him like, hey, these are my goals that I'm working on right now, and here's where you could support me. On Thursdays, could you bring River to school? Or on such and such night, I'd like to have once a month to be able to go do X, Y, Z. Would you be able to take over on that night? So, or maybe it's, maybe it's money. Maybe you need the financial support for them to help. You know, so it's just, it's unique for each individual. You just, that's up to you to identify. Okay, the next is design your action plan. This is very specific. So for example, if you are starting a new fitness program, then when will you sit down to design and plan out your meals? If you're doing a fitness program, you've got to fuel your body, right? You've got to have a good amount of protein. You've got to have the right carbohydrates, the right fat. And it takes some time to sit down and work that out. It's important that you identify when you are going to sit down and plan out your meals. Trey and I have been doing really well at um, at food prepping. Uh, we've done things a little different this the past like two months. I've been food prepping, but I I food prep based on my meal plan. So, for example, if I know that my lunch is this week is chicken, rice, asparagus, for example, then I will make enough chicken breasts for me to last the entire week. I will make enough rice to last, you know, five days or so, um, or maybe less because sometimes rice gets kind of hard and nobody wants rice that's hard. And then, you know, the same thing with the asparagus. But usually I will make extra because we have five people that live with us. So I will almost double what I make. And sometimes, you know, like my dinners include steak and like spaghetti squash and vegetables, but maybe 
Evan and River, my boys, they don't want steak again, which I don't know who would not want steak again, but I might take that steak and then put it into a quesadilla. So I can take the things that I've made for myself that I was going to eat and then I can kind of change it up. So, okay. Um, it takes time though. I mean, on basically on Fridays and Saturdays, I sit down and I mark out, I make out my meal plan for the week. Like I'm eating the same thing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and I'm eating all my breakfasts look the same. All my lunches look the same. All my dinners and all my snacks look the same. People say, I don't have time to meal plan. Well, I'm telling you, you don't have time to not meal plan because it makes it so much easier. It's a little bit of effort and then it makes it easier. Okay, I'm going off on a, ta- on a tangent here. All right, so on Saturday, I have to sit down and I make out my, my meal plan and then I go on HEB or whatever and then I make out my grocery list like for pickup and then we go pick it up on Sunday after church. Um, or I might run in the morning before church and go grab it, something like that way it's already there. And then on Sunday evening, it takes me about two and a half hours or so to cook for pretty much the whole week. So not seven days, but I'd say probably about five days. So I will cook um, while the kids are watching a movie or something. I try to turn on a movie that the whole family would enjoy. And it's been a really nice, peaceful routine. And I can see the TV from the kitchen. So it's kind of cool. So deciding when you're going to sit down to do something is important. When are you going to make your grocery list? When are you going to do your shop, your pre-cook? You're going to, when and where will you exercise? So, and like I said, this is your action plan based on if you were to do a fitness program, you're going to have to convert this into whatever it is that your goal is. The next question is, what do you need? You may need some things. So find out the what, the who, the where, the how. You're going to work your action plan each and every day. Okay, so we started off really big. Now we're getting small. We're getting down into the nitty gritty. And we're asking you the questions of how you're going to do it. How does that look each day? It's bite-sized pieces. And then it's what do you need? Okay, there's going to be obstacles and challenges. Obstacles and challenges are going to arise. And you will probably get derailed from pretty much any plan. Somebody's going to get sick. You're going to wake up and a kid's throwing up in your bed at night. I mean, it's just, it's it's having a family. It's having life. The question is, how will you handle it? What are you going to do? If someone brought a, a, okay, back up here, getting excited. All right. If you have a goal and you don't have a strong enough why, if you were to sit there and tell me that goal, or maybe I was to say, hey, you should do this and this and this because you would be amazing at it. You're going to give me a lot of excuses. If you really want it, But you're, and you're probably going to, if you don't want it, you're just going to be like, yeah, no. But if you really wanted it, you're going to say, yeah, but you know what? I just, here's what's going to happen. Blah, blah, blah. And then, and then blah, blah, blah. And then somebody this, and then that. And those are all the obstacles. That's what I want you to write down. I want you to write down every single one of those obstacles and challenges and write down 
how you're going to handle them. That's being proactive. Okay, the next thing is feelings and limited beliefs, limiting beliefs. We talked about this in the beginning, but you're going to have feelings and you're going to have a lot of limiting beliefs. Y'all, these feelings can come back or come up from anywhere. Your beliefs about something come up from anywhere. There are people who are deathly afraid of dogs. They were attacked by a dog or something negative happened with a dog because not all dogs are vicious. Yes, some dogs are vicious, but not all of them. However, there are people who treat dogs as if all of them are vicious. At some point in their life, something happened to make them believe that, to make them believe that. It's important to identify every single negative feeling that you have about yourself and why you believe that this won't work for you. If your goal is not big enough, then you would have already done it. If your goal did not have something negative of a feeling or belief behind it, you would have already done it. It wouldn't be scary. You need a bigger goal. Identify, sit there and you can pause this podcast at any time and write down everything that you feel, everything that your mind is telling you. You've, you've got to take a moment to access that voice in your head that's sitting there saying like you, you, you're like gung-ho, like, like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to travel the Camino de Santiago. And then your voice is like, yeah, you're probably just going to get diarrhea the whole time. Or I, it's like, I know I'm just making you laugh, but it's crazy because those little voices inside your head or yeah, you'll just quit. You'll just quit. Or, um, yeah, you'll probably get attacked by someone or, um, you won't make it. You're, you'll get lost because you're dumb. You'll, you'll get lost. You won't even know where your trail is. These things are going to pop in your head and it's very, very, they're very quiet. The voice is very, very quiet. You have to take some time to sit with this, close your eyes, breathe, state the goal, state the goal loud and clear, and then listen, and then write it down. Write down exactly what you hear. The next thing that I want you to do is go down that list of everything that you heard, every sentence that you heard, and write down how it made you feel. How did it make you feel when you heard you're dumb or nobody likes you or you're an idiot um, or you're you're not smart enough or you're just going to lose track or you're ADHD or whatever how did it make you feel write that emotion down by each and every one of those the next thing that i want you to write down is where did it come from where did this come from where each one of those items they came from somewhere because they didn't come from lord so write down where it came from. Maybe it came from you. Maybe it's something that hap- that you just came up with in your own mind and you just started believing it. You decided in fifth grade, you decided you're dumb. Maybe that's just what you decided. Maybe something came up from a teacher. Maybe something came up from society. Maybe you saw something on Instagram that made you believe that. Maybe it was a parent who taught you something that was ridiculous Maybe they, they, maybe because their, your parents' own fears and their own obstacles in life and doubts 
that they taught you something to help you avoid making the same mistake they did so because they got hurt when they did it. But it's not true for you. Write that down. Where did that belief come from? Where did that talk come from? The next thing for each item is I want you to write the truth. What is the truth? You got to talk to yourself straight like you would your child. If your child was coming to you and and you said and they said, I want to make a hundred on my star test. That's what your kid said. I want to make a hundred on my star test. And you said, okay, great. We let's, let's do it. I don't like the star test, but that's just the best example I could come up with at the moment. Um, and they said, yeah, but I'm dumb. And they said that. See, kids have a way of recognizing that voice in their head loud and clear. It's become really dark and cloudy with us as adults. But kids, they can say it out loud, and it's really clear. And if your kid said, yeah, but I'm dumb, you would say to the child, honey, you're not dumb. You are actually very, very smart. Sometimes you just get in your own head, and you get excited about playing with other kids, and you stop paying attention in class. And you actually really are smart. And if you focused, then you could you could make better grades do you want me to teach you how to focus better? And then they'd be like, yeah, okay, let's teach me how to focus. So you have to talk to yourself that same way. You were once a child. Garen just, Garen just talked about this. He talked about our inner child. And you still have that in you. And if you need to remember what that child was, go look at some pictures of yourself when you were a little kid and look at yourself in the eyes. I know it sounds cheesy, it sounds corny, but look at yourself in the eye and imagine that little kid, that little kid saying all those negative things. What would you say is the truth? Parent yourself. Okay, that's all I have for you today. These things are important to go through. When January comes around, usually Trey and I, We'll sit down and we'll kind of like evaluate the whole year um, or we'll evaluate the, the whole area, of, the different areas of our life and we'll make a big goal for each of these areas. And for some of them, you know, it's not like a scary thing. It's like, you know, maybe the goal for the family is spend more f- quality time with one-on-one time with the kids. That's simple, for example. Well, that's not scary. I don't have to sit there and go through all my feelings and limited beliefs about it. That'd be kind of dumb for that particular area. But I may have to set out an action plan. So, you know, for some goals in different areas of your life, they're going to have to be really big and really scary to work through to really make some big changes. And then for some areas, it's just a matter of making your action plan. Okay, I hope this helped you, and I hope you'll share it with somebody. It's important to share a podcast because that's how our podcasts grow. So we ask you to share a podcast, and I'd also love for you to go online and rate it. Oh, okay, and the best thing that you could ever do is go on to our reviews, like wherever you listen to podcasts. So if it's Spotify, Google, Apple, you can go on and you can click review. Give us five stars. If there were six, you could give us six, but okay, there's only five. So give us five stars and then write a review.
Okay, I hope you enjoy this. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of According to the Castles with Amy and Trey. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. To stay up to date with the castles, follow Amy on Instagram at acastles. Until next time, have faith, enjoy life, and love abundantly. There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com.